Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Did you know that one of the fastest ways to accelerate your learning to get success and reach your goals like 10 times faster is to get a mentor or a coach or a consultant? I mean, obviously, I believe in coaches and mentors and consultants. I am a consultant, so it'd be weird if I didn't, right? So of course I believe in them, but I think it's one of the most underrated development skills out there. I know we all talk about finding a good mentor or finding a good coach, but how do you actually do that? You've noticed that I ask a lot of my guests that, how do you find a good coach, that kind of thing. And there's a reason for that. It's because finding the right one can do such an amazing job and it can help you so much. But finding a bad one, it sets you back, I feel. You know, time is a huge deal, especially when you're just starting out on your business, when you're trying to figure something out that you don't know. And of course, I love ones that are a little full-rounded, that know their field really well, but there's a difference between doing it and teaching it. I've tried to develop courses and I'm working on it and I realized, hey, I had to go back and figure out and learn how to teach because just because I know how to do doesn't mean I know how to teach it. And so people who can specialize in a field and then actually go to school and learn to teach what they've learned, that is an amazing skill set. So if you can find someone who knows how to pass on their knowledge and not just go, hey, you know, I did this, you do that too kind of thing. That helps so much and you learn that much more quickly. There's so many mistakes and hurdles that you get to walk around because you get to learn from their mistakes. There's this one saying that goes, a fool learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Now, I don't completely agree with that saying because I believe that you're wise if you learn from your own mistakes. A fool would keep repeating their mistakes, so I don't think they're a fool, but I do like that part that it says that wise men learn from other people's mistakes. I believe that if you learn and take information from other people, then you can learn what not to do because you've seen someone else do it the wrong way. So today I have a really special guest. I have Agatha Brewer with me and she is a coach. Now, she's been in marketing for 15 years and is a certified coach. She specializes in helping new entrepreneurs grow and launch their business. Now, the one place where if you're going to get a coach or a mentor or a consultant, this is the time I would do it is at the very beginning because figuring out what direction you're headed, it's such a big deal because yes, you can try and do things. And if you don't have one, I still say launch it and chase your dream, of course. But if you can head out in the right direction, you save so much time. Why? Because when you start off in the wrong direction and then have to readjust, you know, like they say, if you're off like three inches in a year, you're gonna be way off, you're gonna be off by a mile. And so if you can start off in the right track and then just go full speed ahead on that, you are gonna be leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else who's doing the trial and error thing. And trust me, most of us entrepreneurs, we started off the trial and error way. I did, I didn't really have a coach. I was like, I think I wanna do this. And then I had to adjust and then I had to adjust. We adjusted our business like three, four, five times before we actually found what we were really, really good at and then doubled down on that. And so I'm really excited about having Agatha with us. She's a lot of fun. She's just 
a great person, and I know that you're going to get a lot of information and a lot of value from her. So without further ado, Agatha Brewer, thank you so much for being here today. Hi there, I'm Agatha Brewer, and I'm the founder of Agatha Brewer Coaching. I'm a business coach who helps new entrepreneurs get the clarity and confidence to launch successful businesses. Awesome. Thank you for being here with us. New entrepreneurs, I love that field. That new entrepreneur stage, when you're just starting out, you're really excited. Every sale is like a super excited type of thing. And when you start working with with the bigger ones, it becomes less and less exciting. They're like, oh yeah, that's great. Can you just do that again? And so we wanted to, to make the most impact as we could. So I love that. And I know that a lot of our listeners are just starting out. And it's a really interesting time to be starting a business and starting launching something new. So any tips for people who are just starting out? Sure. So, I mean, what I wanted to talk about today, if we want to, is basically finding your marketing strategy and doing that intentionally instead of trying to basically copy what you see out there in the world, actually taking the time to think about what your strengths are, think about your own personality and also the stage of business you're in to basically pick intuitive strategies instead of just trying to follow what other people are doing. So I think when you're a new entrepreneur, it can be easy to look externally and look outside of you and try to copy what other people are doing. But unless you're aligned with those strategies, it'll be a lot harder if you try to do it that way. I love it. And yeah, I definitely want to talk about that because it starts with you knowing yourself so that you know and you can be authentic in your marketing. So I love that. It's almost like having a guest teacher on today to show you another perspective of the same thing. So yeah, I would love to get into that. Like, So how does someone go about doing that? Yeah. So I mentioned three things. So there's strengths, your personality, and your stage of business. Obviously, if you're a new entrepreneur, then you already know that you're early stage. So that's good. But if other people are listening, I can talk to that a little bit as well. But in terms of strengths, so most likely you didn't, you weren't born as an entrepreneur. So you've had your whole life of experience to figure out like, what are you naturally good at? Are you a good speaker? Are you good at telling stories? Are you more of a writer? Do you like to be behind the scenes? So like, there's all kinds of information that you probably already know a few things about. Or if you don't know, then maybe your friends do. Maybe you can ask them a simple question, like, what am I good at? But most likely, you know that you're either a good writer or you're a bad writer. So basically, it's about thinking about what those things are for you before you start figuring out what your marketing, potential marketing strategies could be. So for example, like I like talking, I like telling stories. I'm also somewhat, I'm not like the best writer in the world, but I'm a decent writer. So for me, blogging and podcasting are a natural fit. But if that's not for you, maybe your superpower is around connecting people together. So you'd be really good at networking and maybe like creating partnerships with other businesses. So it's really about thinking what am I already good at so I can just do more of that? And it'll make you naturally better at that marketing strategy because you actually enjoy doing it. So you'll show up every day and actually continue to market yourself that way. I love that because especially in the beginning, consistency is key. And so doing something that you enjoy, that's funny that you said that because I have the same thing. So I'm not a huge fan of doing video, even though I've done a lot of video. So I literally have on my apps that says uh, a voice and writing. (laughs) I'll talk into a, a podcast mic and do that. 
and I'll write things down. And that way it helps me stay in my wheelhouse because sometimes it's easy to jump onto these trends like TikTok and, you know, the reels and all this stuff. And people start kind of pushing you on that stuff and goes, hey, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And you do it and then you kind of get overwhelmed and you get anxiety and then you kind of stop liking what you do. So I I love that. I really do believe that self-awareness is a key to a lot of that stuff and knowing your strengths and and that tip about your friends. A lot of times it's hard to know or sometimes we think we're a good singer, <laughs> but that's only in the shower and in the car, and we're really yeah. not. And so your friends will tell yeah, you. Tell you. <laughs> so, if, they're, if they're a good friend, they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If they're a good friend, they'll tell you. So I love that. And so talking about all those things, for people who have already been in business and have been an entrepreneur and have been going for a while, what are some things that they need to look out for to kind of reassess and make sure they're not going down? Because sometimes it's really easy. Like I said, you get into the habit of something and you just kind of go down that way. And I know a lot of businesses who are like, man, I, I don't like marketing and I don't like doing it. And sometimes it's just because the messaging's off. So how do you get Yeah. Back? So for that one, if you've been in business for a while, the good part is you most likely have some data. Oh, like I, I come from a marketing background, so data is powerful and not everybody who is a business owner, they may not look at it that way, but it's good because you can basically take all the channels that you've been marketing yourself on and collect some data and decide, okay, this one's actually bringing me results. So I need to keep doing this one. And hopefully it also aligns with the way you like to market. If not, then you could try some other things, but go on your website and figure out your Google analytics. Like where are people actually, where are you getting leads from and where are people signing up to be your client? So I think that's something you already have that a new business owner doesn't always have a lot of, or if you're not like very tech savvy, you can also just in your intake process, you can ask a question like, where did you find me? And then figure out what is actually producing results in my business. So I should keep doing more of that and get rid of the rest of the stuff, or at least maybe not put as much money towards other strategies that may not be delivering the results that you want. I love that. Perfect. And also with that data, it tells you whether, like you said, whether it's being effective or not. And I noticed that that's one thing with a lot of new entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs, where for myself, I love Instagram. Like I can get hooked up onto Instagram, but my clients don't come from Instagram. So sometimes it's hard (laughs) to be like, oh, right. This isn't where I should be spending most of my time. So when you're new, how do you find ways to get in front of your target audience? And how do you know who your target audience is? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. (laughs) I'm just going to be straight up honest. (laughs) But It's about doing research. It's going and if you have some idea of who your ideal client is, some vague idea in the very beginning, you've got to go to where you think they are and start looking at like what they're talking about. And if you do have a client or two, just listening to them when they talk to you, especially in the client intake form, like I mentioned, like that's super helpful to just read what people are needing help with and what they're talking about. And you just got to use the information that you have to try to find out more about them. And if it's, I don't know if this is answering your question or not, but if you're trying to figure out like where they are, you can just basically have to research again, like where those people are. Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Instagram? You just have to know your customer a little bit to figure out like what where they hang out versus other potential clients. And you can do that by kind of looking at your competitors. If you already know like what part of the market you're in, you can go check out a competitor and see what kind of clients they have and where they hang out. So it takes some time and energy to look into that, but it's worth it, I think. Definitely. 
And with you working with a lot of clients and consultants, is there something kind of like a a through line or a common error that you see a lot of them doing or a pitfall to avoid when they're just starting out and wanting to kind of build and grow? So around like their marketing strategy, Mm -hmm. they just do too much. There's you said, you could be on Instagram, but if it's not actually like turning into anything, then like kind of what's the point? I mean, unless you're just trying to build a digital presence. So there is some like validity to being on a few platforms because then when people search for you, they see, oh, you're there, you're there, you're there. Cool. But like, if it's not turning into sales, then either you figure out a way to turn it into sales by having more call to actions or, or doing changing something there. But yeah, I think it's, When you're first starting out, it can be so overwhelming because there's so many potential strategies that may work. And you're just like, uh, what do I do? Like, you know, do I do social? Do I do networking? Do I run ads? Do I build a funnel? Like super overwhelming. So you really just have to figure out one or two and just focus on those and become an expert at those. Because if you actually stay consistent, you will hopefully find results. And that's where a lot of people give up because they're like, oh, I posted on social and I didn't get a client. Oh, I'm going to stop. No, like you have to keep doing it and you have to stay consistent, figure out your messaging, obviously, and that'll help you with that. Yeah, I I see a lot of people just spinning their wheels because they're trying to be everywhere. And that just doesn't work (laughs) because we're not superhuman. Definitely. And especially now with all the, a lot of the other marketers, right? They say marketers ruin everything, uh, talking about how there's these magic pills and you make $10,000 a month, you know, your first 30 days in and your first 10 days in and all this stuff. And I I wish that's how it worked, but, or at least for me, that's not how it works. Uh, in the beginning, it was a lot harder. And, uh, and I know that mindset plays a big part into that because that resilience, you put something out there, you think it's amazing. And then it, doesn't take off like you think it does or it gets very low engagement and you're just like that was awesome though (laughs) what happened and so uh any tips for people for helping with that mindset and not getting discouraged yeah so i'm glad you brought that up because as a business coach i see a lot of other business coaches out there and i see what they post on instagram i see what they post on social and it's totally a myth they sell this idea that okay, if you start working with me, you're going to not only launch your business, but you're going to grow it within like 30 days to $100,000. Like that's what it feels like. And I'm like, yo, you need to calm down because that is, I'm sorry, that is bullshit. I don't know if you could curse on your, there's no way because what they're leaving out is the fact that they actually worked on their business for three years before they had that success. And they just like to talk about like the pretty part of their business and not all the struggle and all the times they failed and the times they pivoted. So I think just knowing that it's not a real thing, like that is helpful in terms of your mindset, because not only that, You don't know what connections they have. You don't know that maybe followed some people who basically are like social media influencers. And they're like, yeah, I launched my business. And within a year, I've made all this money. And I'm like, yeah, but you also worked in that industry for 10 years before you started. So I'm sorry, but like, that's (laughs) not really real. And if you're trying to sell your potential clients this story, then then that's not really ethical. So I never give people like as a coach... And I'm also an ICF certified coach, which is they have ethics and standards. So like I cannot give any kind of guarantee like that when somebody works with me. And it doesn't even make sense because like I'm working with new entrepreneurs who are just getting started. So like you're just trying to figure out like what you're actually doing. And 
those kinds of results are later on in your business. So I don't know. I was ranting a little bit because <laughs> I something I'm passionate <laughs> no, about good. because it kind of does a disservice. People have these crazy expectations and they talk to me or other coaches. We're like, have some foundations in place first. You need to figure out like what you actually do, your messaging, and then you can start having that kind of success. Anyway, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love it. And I completely agree because I, I believe that that's actually part of the service, right? It's like calling out the things that are not real and look real. And it's, you know, I made $100,000 this month. It's like, yeah, but you put $200,000 in ads. Like <laughs> you forgot that little detail that we don't have. <laughs> and and same thing. I mean, I came, you guys know this. I, I came from nothing, right? I was a homeless teen. And so I worked my way up. And so seeing a lot of that stuff, it same thing. I'm just like, that's why we talk about practical application. If I can't give you something that you can go and turn around and do for yourself, then it might be a pipe dream that we're selling. And I don't want to do that. I, I want to give you tangible, practical advice that you can go and do for yourself. And yeah, it's not going to make you a million followers, but it will move the needle a little bit. And you keep doing what works and that's how you get the ball down the line. That's a horrible analogy, but yeah, that's <laughs> like needle and ball. But yeah, so no, I'm glad you said it because it, that stuff needs to be said and, and we definitely don't shy away from that here. So that being said, what, because again, there is momentum. It's just not that type of momentum. So when you work with a client, what do you typically see? Like, what are some of the hurdles that you help them get over? And what are some of the things that kind of they, they, people tend to do that make them stumble? Yeah. So the hurdles are usually in two buckets. So there's strategy and vision, figuring out what they actually want to do in their business, and then how to actually execute that in terms of their marketing strategy or their business plan or things like that. And then the other bucket is mindset and strategy. I've already talked about a little bit, but what I, what I do help them do is basically create an intentional marketing plan and a simple plan that they will actually follow instead of something that's overwhelming and picking like marketing strategies that are aligned to their personality, to their strengths, and also the stage of business they're in. So that's one piece. Also, obviously figuring out their messaging, what their niche is, the important like foundational pieces. And then on mindset, especially for new entrepreneurs, there's tons of potential, what I call perceived obstacles, because it's in your mind. It's not necessarily, I mean, it is a real thing, but it's in your mind. So helping them move through things like the fear of failure, fear of success, even perfectionism, the fear of being visible and going on podcasts or shooting videos when maybe that's not really their thing, but you have to do a little bit of that to grow your business, even if you don't really want to. So figuring out like ways it'll work for them and just getting them through those mindset obstacles that come up so often as a new entrepreneur. I'm like, maybe, maybe too blunt, but uh, one of the things that I noticed talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, even people who have been doing this 30, 40 years, we all want to quit about once a week. We all have that thought of like, you know what, I'm just going to go get a job. I'm pretty sure someone will hire me and, and that whole thing. And so mindset Knowing how to bounce back from a down day or knowing how to bounce back from something that is discouraging, quicker you can do that. Those are definitely skills you want to learn. And it really, really helps when you have someone in your corner because you've heard other people on this show talk about accountability and good friends and support systems. All of that stuff helps because a lot of times when we tell someone something or we have someone in our corner, it gives us that little boost of strength that we need. And so connecting with someone like Agatha to make sure that 
you have someone not only in your corner, but helps you develop those skills to be able to bounce back from those setbacks that much quicker. That skill is one that you need in this line of work. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to know that. And so uh, how do they connect with you? How do they? So people can find me on Instagram. The handle is at Agatha underscore Brewer. I also have my own podcast that I launched recently. So it's called The Intentional Solopreneur, and I'm on all the major apps. So you can come find that. And I actually talk about marketing and mindset as well. So, (laughs) and I have intentional in the name as well. So that's pretty familiar. (laughs) And the last thing I'll promote, I guess, is because it's pretty relevant to the topics, to today's topic, is I have a marketing superpower quiz that I created recently. So there's 12 different marketing personalities that I've kind of come up with. And if you want to figure out what your marketing superpower is, this is the quiz for you. So it's agathabrewer.com forward slash quiz. And you take the quiz and then if you opt in, you don't have to, you can see your results. But if you opt in, I send you a customized marketing plan, like just a couple ideas to get you started based on your superpower. So yeah, that's me. That is super awesome. And I'm actually going to try that too. So I suggest you guys try it. And uh, all of those links will be in the show notes because I know sometimes it's hard to catch that when people are talking about it. So you can just scroll through the show notes and click the link and it'll take you straight there. And so I love that. I got that. Before we close the show, are there any words of wisdom or tips that you would like to give our viewers? Yeah, I think kind of related to what we were talking about before, you want to start small. (laughs) Don't overwhelm yourself. Like when you're just starting out, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. And when you get overwhelmed, you give up. So pick one or two things to start with. Things, I mean, strategies (laughs) to be more obvious about that. See how you feel about them, like check in with yourself and say, do I like this? Do I hate it? Does it feel weird? And continue to do that and like actually give it a chance to succeed. Because if you give up within a couple weeks, you won't have, again, enough data to really know if this thing is working. So you have to actually give it a chance and continue to learn about these different strategies. There's courses out there, there's videos, listen to podcasts, do your homework to really get into that strategy and then decide whether it's a good one or not. Make it a possibility for you first and really give it a go before you move on to the next thing. I love that. That's great. And yeah, there is a lot of different ways to help yourself like kind of motivate you and all that fun, the podcast and just being completely transparent. There are seasons where when I was shifting into a whole nother field and building the business out where it was hard and it was discouraging and listening to podcasts and listening to like motivational YouTube videos. And I know that stuff may sound cheesy, but I mean, even though I was in the industry, even though I was doing the stuff that I loved, I I needed that. I needed the little pick me up. I needed the little something external. And when you learn that stuff about your, when you learn that about yourself of what helps get you back on the horse, what helps get you clear. I know for a friend of mine is is a nap and they go and take a nap in the middle of the day when they get too stressed out. They're just like, I'm just going to go take a really quick nap. They come back and they're fresh. And so working with someone to help you develop those skills and know what they are, because sometimes it's hard to know what we don't know. And so you need someone from the outside looking in that can kind of help and guide you along that way. Definitely go check out Agatha's stuff. And uh, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure. And uh, yeah. Thanks so so much for having me. It's been super fun. 
<laughs> no problem. So guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Oldmost SR. That's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmost or website, josholdmostsr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.